very reputation conscious. Mm -hmm. Just yep. when they're in a position to really provide informed comment, yeah. Yeah. they choose not to. Yeah. That's a really important concern of mine. Yeah. <laughs> we, de we depend on them. It, it's our professional responsibility. So I what think. did it take for you and Jeff to get to that point where you guys were like, okay, well, this is this is worth our reputation in the scientific community yeah, to actually well, speak out and be like, yeah, they're like this, there is a hominid out there. Yeah, I mean, it was never a concern of mine. I mean, it's like, you know, we, we, scientists love to be involved in an unfolding discovery. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... But something as taboo as Sasquatch is. Well, we, I didn't know it was taboo. You know, I still sometimes act as if it isn't. Right. And I say, John, why would you even think that people would be, my colleagues would be considering this? You know, it, it, anyway, yeah, um... But I mean, also, and it sounds arrogant, it, when you know you're right, <laughs> when you know you will be proven right, yeah. when you find the evidence so compelling that you become 99.9.999% convinced. Which is not rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and this is what's so affirming. You know, I, I keep hearing accounts. I keep seeing good tracks. Mm -hmm. Reputation, on the, and, I, and I started... Yeah talking about it sounds arrogant but when you know you're right when you ha when you have really good tracks and we're not talking these smudges that people say oh i got this track yeah yeah it probably it's an impression yeah it may or may not be a sasquatch i really because we have such good stuff i really don't think we should bring forward that dubious mm -hmm. and then i have to be careful because i'm offending you know i'm offending so what do you mean that's a clear track yeah, but and I, I, but you don't know. Well, maybe you know the level of skepticism of my scientific colleagues. Right. Yeah. If, if they're not willing to look at this really good stuff, mm -hmm. I'm not going to bring this to their attention because yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's like the, like film evidence. You know, if if they're dismissing the Patterson Gimlin film, then we better be careful with what we are trying to bring forward. Got it. Does, that make, does that make sense? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had a sighting, a Class A sighting? I don't know what a Class A sighting is. I had a sighting. It wasn't very good. And I don't like to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. 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 It was in Kentucky. It was standing in a hedgerow. It was sta sta standing upright. And uh, it was like, that's right. I can't see it. I didn't see the arm. But we could see the shoulder, and it was moving back and forth. Uh -huh. Swaying. Oh, it was swaying. Yeah, I, I can't do a forth. good representation. It was very obscured. Anyway. Yeah. And it was filmed, and it isn't a good film. And it, but my concern is that if someone saw that film and said, oh, if John Binderogel bases his acceptance of the Sasquatch on a sighting like that, he's really out to lunch. And I would probably agree. Yeah. I do not base it on that I base it on. See, I am a wildlife biologist. I do have this rather narrow but important area of expertise about tracks. <laughs> so, I'm, tracks are really important. You're a wildlife biologist. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just. Uh, so what? What Jeez, made uh, you? What made you go from wild being a wildlife biologist to Sasquatch? Now that is a good question. I'll try not to go on too long, but I will. <laughs> well, no, it's fine. We have all night because there I am in third year university, uh -huh. University of Guelph. And uh, I had seen, in the old days, you went into a barber shop, and there was Argosy, the 1965 Argosy True 
Field and Stream, all, all these outdoor magazines. And here's the William Rowe account, as written up by, oh yeah, I mean, anyway, now, wild man seen in eastern British Columbia. And this is the William Rowe account of 1955. Great. So I raised it, I said, whoa. So I raised it in class, third year university, young, I, yeah, very idealistic. <clears throat> what about this wild man? And I described, in a, in a small class, classmate, <laughs> yuck, 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 <laughs> professor, <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Binder and Auger, we, we really don't have time for that. We're dealing with moose, elk, and deer, you know. And, and I, So I, it was a joke even then. It was a joke. It was an established well, joke. It, it, well, I, was it? I don't know. I, I didn't know it was a joke. I just, this was after 1965. It was like first I heard of a wild man report. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So anyway, um, so I went, I went to see what I could find out about it in the library, and there was nothing. There was Hillary talking about the Yeti, and then John Green's books started coming out. Well, you've got that one. That's oh, that's right here. I forget yeah. the year of that one. That's 73. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, and in the late 60s. Because it was 67. Yeah. Was it was it 67's Patterson came on? 67 was yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> and John's books came around 60. Anyway, so uh, I started reading up. You right. know, well, once they were available, I thought, oh, there, there's a lot of evidence for this so-called wild man, you know. I don't think the prof should have brushed it off. Yeah. Well, that was the beginning, excuse me, first of my interest in the Sasquatch. And that's when I should have learned. John, it's like a friend of mine said, this is going to lead to nothing but trouble. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was being tipped off, you know, and it's gone on ever since, you know, this, this brushing off. We don't have time for that. We really need to deal with moose deer elk, mm. you know, that sort of thing. Got it. Anyway, so so uh, but uh, so that continued, you know. Anyway, so so that's how you got from biology. Oh, sorry. To so, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, and so I've always had this thing, and this is where it belongs. Uh, it belongs in wildlife biology, in zoology, in mammalogy, and in physical anthropology. We're talking about a large mammal, which should be included in mammal field guides, mm -hmm. and isn't. And we were just talking about that before you came, because. You know, if you saw a Sasquatch and you came home, you okay, you, you see a bird, you, you go home and just got to check out your bird book. Okay, the closest thing is an upright bear, and you say, no, it wasn't that. Oh, here it is. This is what it was, you know. And so there's your, your Sasquatch, and there's its tracks, and tra if it had seen tracks. But, of course, this page... <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> it exists here and only here. This yeah. is a problem in this room. And, nowhere. and, <clears throat> and so... This is what we're dealing with, <clears throat> and uh, a sociologist, well, actually it was my my colleague, um, Lila Hedge-Cheek, who wrote a wonderful, wonderful uh, forward to this book. She said, John, you need to read Thomas Gilovich. Well, Gilovich is a sociologist. He said, you know, if there's no option for a, such a, this alternative, people can't choose it, you know, and yeah. that, that's why this is so important. If it's, you know, it's not in mammals of North America, it's not in mammals of B.C., yeah. you know, it, and it's, uh, it, well, anyway, so, so it's, it's, that's a very, a very powerful message. It basically says, this, this, this does not exist because it's not here. So you, anyway. so you as a, bio, what was, what kind of biologist? Wildlife, well, so as, as compared to marine. Okay, yeah. so you as a wildlife biologist felt that it was your duty to have that among the other mammals 
So it's an option for people to... To be considered and depicted and cataloged alongside other mammals, yeah. I, I mean, see. it sounds self-righteous when you say, you're, yeah, it's my duty, you know, but it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure, yeah. I benefit my, I had my, uh, got my PhD at the uh, University of Wisconsin, Madison. I mean, I benefited from uh, an education. <laughs> I think one needs to pay back. And that's why someone said, about well, reputation, it's not a matter of reputation. It's a matter of I doing what needs to be done. And, and I think being, it's a responsible thing to do. Being in a position that I'm in, I think it's respons responsible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, ideally, we now wait for historians of science to look back. And, you know, there will be this day the cadaver, the type specimen, and, and the questions will arise. Why didn't scientists see this coming? Why are they looking surprised? Well, the, some of their colleagues did try to bring it to their attention. Yeah. They, they, Rub they, their faces they wouldn't have to be looking surprised. Yeah. But <laughs> thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have a. I have a a uh, weird and potentially uncomfortable question. It's about the woo. What? The woo, the, the, uh, the supernatural side of Sasquatch. What do you think? Do you think there's any, um, what am I trying to say, credence? Do, I, do you think there's any anything to a supernatural Sasquatch? Or I mean, I've experienced things. I've had sightings, and I've experienced wood knocks near me, and nothing's there. What do you have to say? And I'm not—I don't necessarily believe in supernatural stuff, but it's—but enough has happened to me that I—I I do start to wonder what are what exactly are we dealing with? What are your thoughts on on the the possibility of a supernatural type thing? Well, I take the conservative wildlife biologist viewpoint. It's a track-leaving mammal. When I went into it in this second book, um, well, I was calling them, uh, calling it supernatural, no, I didn't call it, superhuman strength. And I said, no, that sounds too much like supernatural. So I went to beyond human strength. Uh -huh. And we have that in eight. It's recorded, yes. you know, yes. three and a half times, chimpanzees, you know, it's, they can just do stuff. Say per hundred pounds of body weight, they're much much stronger than we are, like several times, you know. So I think that explains a lot. So that's as so far that's as you're speed. willing to go, as yeah. far as supernatural. Well, yeah, but I don't fault people who bring in the supernatural because, and this is where I, I sound like a broken record because we who are qualified to provide informed comment mm -hmm. have chosen to ignore the evidence mm -hmm. and. Refused and, 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 and basically make ourselves unqualified, unable to provide comment. Yeah. You know, we, we've done, and, and we, we, we've, it's like, what's the word? Recusing. We've recused ourselves. Yeah. But, but hey, it, it's not our call no, to recuse ourselves. We're, we're actually, I would say, obliged to, to be there. Okay. So, so that that so so there's so many <coughs> there's so many you know Mike Patterson uh, uh, personally story about Mike yeah, I, I know, know Mike Patterson <laughs> he's a good friend of mine Mike. so there's so many reports outside of Mike so many reports of mind speak disappearing mm -hmm. what do you what's your personal opinion on any of that well 
can I talk about my, my, my you know, he, he's, uh, uh, it's not in any of the books. Mike has done a really good job of documenting some tracks in snow. Nice, sharp photographs of nice, sharp tracks in yeah. nice, soft snow. Yeah. But Mike's interpretations of the Sasquatch are let's just say quite different from my own. Okay. And I'm thinking when we've had this correspondence, Mike, I really would like to use the, that great evidence which you've given me permission to use, but I I, I feel I don't I can't because they're going to say, "Whoa, great photograph! Where'd you get it?" Mm. And I and I'm going to give the name, and they're going to go to his, Mike. They're going to go to your website. And they're going to dismiss the evidence along because of your interpretations. Then I say, could you possibly tone down? And you're referring to the fact that that the the voices that he's recorded and boy, him, I think the him, good recordings. Talking to the, him those recordings are great. He sends me the disc. They they yeah. warrant bioacoustic. Yeah, exactly. There's some good stuff oh, there. Oh yeah, no, they're fascinating. It, yeah, yeah. I, but it's it, but it's, not everybody can. It's, it's more some of his other it. stuff about following him home and all this and that. Oh, yeah. Coming to his anyway, door. Anyway, anyway, what the point is? So we 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 you know we have this. Well, we're good friends, but you know. Uh, anyway, so I say, and so I know I say I, I I say this to Mike, and Mike writes back said, John, I understand your need to appease your scientific colleagues. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he no, says the same thing to me. <laughs> talk, talk about <laughs> pushing. A button, yeah. Am I, yeah. Am I appeasing my colleagues? If I'm yeah. doing that, I better back right off and start. I won't say accusing them, but just. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't want to be seen as enabling them. Anyway, okay. anyway, but it was a good line. I needed to hear that line because maybe other people are are thinking that's I'm I'm only I, I mean I I've cut them so much. Well, as we all have, we cut them so much slack. Yes, it it is an extraordinary claim. It appears to be a far fetched claim. You think it's not evidence based, but it is. There's a lot of good evidence. You know, the existence of Sasquatch is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway, so that, that's the thing with my, and so then Mike's not the only one, I have several collaborators like that, and I think, oh, shucks, you know? Yeah, okay, so, okay. So I, I, I'm, I haven't answered your question. Go about, for it, go for about, it. Uh, no, I, I don't have an answer. How uh, about <laughs> how to treat uh, the, the paranormal? Because, you know, I work with Aboriginal people, mm-hmm. and, and they, they, have, they have some supernatural interpretations, and, and, and that's fine, that's in their culture. Yeah. You know, and, and we need to be careful. And some some uh, cultural anthropologists, and I'm working on a monograph now, have you know they, they've t- they said they've, they've taken the view. Oh yes, Sasquatch is a supernatural being. Now and then they said, and we may be wrong in in taking in taking the view that it's exclusively supernatural. It, there yeah, may yeah. be a supernatural component to the Sasquatch, but but. We may have been too narrow, and I, that, that's quite some, well. I shouldn't say it. it's quite something to hear a humility uh, on the part of a scientist, kind of admitting that we may be wrong. But there's a few of them in cultural anthropology have said, "Hmm, we're, we're sort of revisiting our earlier interpretations of the Sasquatch as merely a metaphor." You know, it isn't. Okay. Um, yeah, a may, may actually be something real to right. this. Like, okay. So. You know, Okay, so here, I'm uneducated, you're educated, but I hear some of my thoughts, here are some of my quandaries on the potential, the, the brain of a Sasquatch. 
because the, their heads are so large. Oh, yeah. I wonder if their brain cases are, are significantly bigger than ours, and therefore maybe they have some strange cognitive abilities that supersede what we currently understand in neuroscience. Um, so when people talk about telepathy or them being highly psychic, I wonder if perhaps there may be something to that. Just because we don't know exactly what a brain would do if it was bigger than our than our own. Do you, Does that, am I making sense? We don't, well, know, oh, we don't oh, know how much of their brain oh, yeah. actually no, I, 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 I mean, we're learning about, you know, like dolphins and a lot of other mammals. Mm. We do underestimate them. There is this... I think it could be called human arrogance. We, we really like the exclusivity of, you know, the things that we attribute to be exclusively human may not be exclusively human. But, but you're, uh, Meldrum can answer, he's, he's, he's the, the physical anthropologist, can answer things. I don't, brain size. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, well, we don't, know what it, what, we don't know what type of abilities something would have <clears throat> if its brain was significantly bigger than ours. Or if they mm -hmm. use all right? Mm-hmm. Well, we yeah. use all of our brain. That's a myth that we don't use all of our brain. We do use all of our brain. We don't use all the parts of our brain at the same time, but... That's uh, what I'm saying, though, is like, what if they can't? Yeah, what if they... Yeah. We don't know... So when people talk about mind speak, that's all I'm saying is... Yeah, when I, people I, talk I, about I haven't mind heard speak, that myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've never yeah. experienced it. You've I, never experienced I, it? No, I have heard, you know, talk about infrasound. Now, that interests me, because yeah. there's a measurable entity, and... It's kind of interesting. And it's a known thing that other animals do. Yeah, 100%. yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. 